Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes... That's us, of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity. Race against time to prevent a war and do some other stuff like go to a cat cafe. It's all very important. I'm Jenna Stieber, and I play Astra Blep, a fayadal half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit Resort Spa paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Stadahar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. Paul Lukemeyer playing Zelf, an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high-stakes world of magical cooking. And we're of course led today and for the rest of all time by our beautiful GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you? Great, like beautiful. He is beautiful. <laughs> I was about to ask if I heard that right. <laughs> it's my prerogative to change that adjective whenever I wanted to, and today I felt like Justin was beautiful. It's delightful. Wow. I'll take it. He's glistening. What? <laughs> Johnny, from that second where you feel as if you're completely losing control of your body. You kind of stumble a bit, and you find that it's just that you've lost your footing in the sand. <gasps> you look around you, and you are suddenly in the middle of the desert in Rescris. Oh, shit. <gasps> Behind you is a merchant's caravan. There's about six people. They are desperately in need of food and water. And they are looking at you for help. Like, they are kind of cowering in fear, weak, scared. Before you is a gigantic sphinx. Mm. It floats above you. It's probably about 20 feet tall, and it's also in the air. It's gazing down at you with just this serious look. And he says, I will repeat this only one more time, Johnny Brightchild. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Answer this riddle. I am born in the present, but I live in the past. What am I? Thank you for repeating it! (laughs) Justin, do I know the Sphinx's name? And also, do I remember being in the house? Yes, you remember being in the house. So you are Johnny of the present shunted into your past. Gotcha. It's disorienting. Yeah. But yeah, you've done this before. You've answered this riddle before. The Sphinx's name is Nebsicker. He like looks back (laughs) at the train of people and he's like, I don't remember. Oh no. Born in the present. <laughs> in the past. 
This is a good riddle. While Andrew's thinking, Justin, did you have something for each of us? Uh, I did, and I'm not going to tell you what. Because <laughs> oh my god, I, it blows my mind that you've got flavor for every combat. And so far, it keeps being Johnny who runs in there and gets all the gets all the flavor all over him. It's so funny, especially because this was not like a wisdom save; it was a fortitude save. Oh yeah, it's totally my wheelhouse. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my god. <laughs> but it ties in so well with Johnny having memory problems that it's just fucking impeccable. <laughs> Can I pass my turn while I'm thinking about it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was one round. Johnny considers this riddle. Zelf, you've just watched Johnny dissolve. Yeah. <laughs> the time spider seems to be kind of getting back up on its feet. What would you like to do? Oh, man. Zelf is not the type who's quick to react. So he sees Johnny melt. Maybe it's temporary. Maybe he didn't just get turned into jam. <laughs> And he'll be fine. <laughs> I mean... Spider's a more pressing problem. So he is going to attack it with, I guess, whatever implement he had had out to cut one of its legs off. Great. You know, probably some chicken shears. <laughs> <laughs> Spatchcocking shears. Great. <laughs> All right. That is a total of 20 on my attack roll. That hits. Uh, I'm going to expend my last inspiration point to add another d6 to that. For a total... Of 13 damage. Yeah, that's great. I find its last solid leg. (laughs) (laughs) You're kind of able to tell where its center actually is, the part that, you know, everything is reforming around, and you're able to strike perfectly. It it turns into just blue liquid splattering on the ground. Thank God. Mixing with what's left of Johnny. Oh, oh no. (laughs) Thank you for saving me some money. I did not have to throw any coins at it. I thought this thing might have been regenerating. I was really nervous, so good job. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Zelf is going to follow his knees and be like, Johnny, Johnny, fishing around in the weird pool of Kool-Aid. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Zelf, now that you've dispatch cocked the spider, <laughs> you got to get out of that burning building. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, the building is burning. You've got to get out. I'll be fine. Give me a minute. so i don't know what the condition of the ceiling is zelf does have fire resistance currently from his fire valley spell i have two objectives here justin one is i don't feel great about leaving this portal open so if zelf Hmm. has any arcane knowledge that would give him a clue on how to close it maybe just like pushing the remains of Glorahan's bed frame up over it. (laughs) That's one of my objectives, too, is finding some trace of Johnny. Okay. Even if he has to collect pool the jam and a vial for later reconstitution. Oh, man. So you can drink it, you fucking pervert. Johnny on toast. It turns him into, you know, makes him giant. (laughs) Johnny jam. (laughs) That would really violate my pearl. Zelf, I'm going to have you make another knowledge planes check. It's going to be a DC of a 20, and I'll give you a plus four for your good roll on the time spider earlier. Nice. I actually also have some knowledge planes. Can I make a roll to get any insight into this? Absolutely. You can make an eight another check. Oh, done. And add two to his. Okay, well, I rolled bad, so never mind. You've got this, Zelf. I'd like to note that I just checked to see if I also have knowledge planes. Not only do I not, but I don't have knowledge 
of anything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Patty. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't want to know. Patty doesn't know shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, I rolled a three, so my total is just a 15. Okay. I will let you gather some of the blue liquid for you to study <laughs> later. Okay. Johnny, back in the Riscarian Desert, you are working through this riddle. The Sphinx still staring down at you. I think it's a human. Shut up, bro. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different Sphinx riddle, guys. God. Like it's going to click for him that this is a memory. And so sort of like there's like an after image of like him standing and like the ghost of past Johnny. And now he remembers that he didn't remember why he said this the first time. And he looks up. Nebsucker, this is a memory. That is your answer. Ah. You see the Sphinx stare down at you silently for a second. Suddenly he swoops onto the ground, one foot to your left, just slams his clawed paw fist into the ground, throwing a tantrum. He's like, Johnny Brightchild, we have been at this for two hours. (laughs) How is the dumbest person I've ever met able to answer so many of my riddles? Dude, you're really smart. Like, I like this stuff. It's like a tangle, but like with words and like mind pictures. It's cool. Does Johnny think he's friends with the Sphinx? Oh, you better believe it. Uh, Like, he holds his hand out like, dude, it was pretty good duel, though. Like, right? You've brought shame to me, Johnny Brightchild. Oh, I don't mean to do that. (laughs) Like, I thought they were really good. Like, the one about fire? (laughs) The Sphinx just kind of is, like, shaking its head. It's, like, really reconsidering every step it's taken to get to this point. So many have perished in the desert, unable to pass by. How has this happened? Oh, well, I don't have the option to let these people perish, bro. Simple as that. (sighs) You answered another one of his riddles. (laughs) (laughs) He's just knocking them out. As you see, like, a single tear start to form in the Sphinx's eye, you feel yourself being pulled back out of this memory, and you start to reconstitute in the presence. So as you're collecting this blue liquid, uh, a portion of it starts to reform, and Johnny is standing next to you. Oh, reverse Capri Sun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's a relief. Oh, Johnny, the spider's gone. Oh, we gotta get out of this house. Yeah, dude, let's get out of here. Yes, dude, it's burning. <laughs> Unless there's something in Glorahan's memories that really wants me to get something out of her room. Can I make like a, mm. a check for that, Justin? I'll say that there's probably like an artistic rendering of like her with Ansel. Mm. Their younger years, maybe like middle school age, singed on one edge. And you're able to, to pocket that and take it out with you. Cool. Justin, yep. Zelf could not leave this room without gazing deeply into the portal. <laughs> <laughs> What's inside of it? An army of time spiders? <laughs> <sighs> you get closer to this tear and you see inside just kind of a blue abyss, <laughs> endless webbing. Gross. Eat the web, Zelf. <laughs> I bet it's like cotton candy, Zelf. Really chewy cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> 
does it look like the time portal is getting bigger or getting smaller or sustaining? It looks like it's sustained. It only got a little bit bigger when the time spider forced itself through it before it was, you know, a small sliver. Now it's probably about a foot tall, six inches wide. Is the room about to collapse? Yes, I mean, it's it's actively burning <laughs> and falling. As, as Astra has been yeah. trying to tell you for quite some time. <laughs> All right. So he can handle the heat, but he can't handle the ceiling falling on him. So <laughs> he'll leave with Johnny. The four of you reunite outside of the house in the crowd. Was I there, Zolf, or was I just standing there? No, you looked like you dissolved into blue goo. I wasn't sure you were coming back. What? Whoa. <laughs> Gross. Bro, that's crazy. I just figured I just, like, fell asleep. Well, that's alarming. <laughs> you were telling me. It was in Glorahan's room where she cast the ritual. So there's more to this time loop than just a time loop. There's some kind of hole to a realm with time spiders and time webs and this time stuff. How would you call it? Like the sort of like blue <laughs> goo electricity? Zelf took the goo. Zelf will pull out the bottle and shake it around. <laughs> you got the stuff? Wow, yeah, man. Oh, Good I job. got the stuff. High five. <laughs> do you want to try some of the goo? I really don't. Wait, do I? No, I don't. <laughs> So, okay. I mean, are we certain that Glorhand using the ritual didn't invite the time spider in? Maybe. I don't think there's any way now that we can know for sure. Well, that's all pretty fucking weird. I don't really know what to do about that. So I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> I perform a heel check on Mr. Pharrell to see if he's alive. Hmm. Oh, I rolled a four for a total of 11. You take a look at Mr. Pharrell. You don't think that any of the injuries he sustained are, like, life-threatening. However, you do think that one of his legs is probably lost. Totally. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. The one that was trapped under the part of the house. I'm going to slap him with a cure light wound. You know, hey, you know what? Cure medium. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm being generous. This is why people think I'm a hero in the city. <laughs> Stuff like this. I heal him for 20 points. Does that cure him of his unfortunate leg wound? Or is that just a thing that's there now? All of the bloody tears in his skin start to heal over. He is healed enough that he regains consciousness. The leg is done for. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Even after your magic healing. But he is back awake. He takes a look around, like, trying to see, like, where he is. Who are all of you strange people? Everyone make a perception check. Mm. I'm also going to make a perception check. Perceiving things. It's bad news. Got a 12. I got a 19, actually. I got a 9. Patty, well, bam A 27 <laughs> plus 2 for a 29. Hell Incredible. yeah, keeping a lookout. Astra and Patty, you guys have... A realization at the same time. Patty Hurts, as you look around you and at Mr. Pharrell, you notice something very odd. And that's with the fire blazing behind you of the house. Mr. Pharrell casts no shadow on the ground behind uh -oh. him. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. Astra, you realize that when Mr. Pharrell looks up at you to see who has cured him, his eyes stop at the rapier at your side. Oh, shit. <laughs> Time to knock him out. He's speechless. He's silent. But his eyes grow wide. 
uh, and he just continues to stare. Yes, yes, it's me, Astra Blep. You, you probably recognize me because I'm a big hero around here. Astra doesn't know what he knows about <laughs> the rapier. She just doesn't know any of that backstory from Glorhan. No, but you also have a perception check high enough to notice that he does not have a shadow. Though you don't know the backstory, you know no. You know he is a victim of the sword. No, 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 no. Shh, 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 <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Astra is not going to engage with any of that because that's not how Astra does things. She's going to (laughs) say, we're classmates of Glorhan, actually. We're friends. Well, we're (laughs) classmates of Glorhan. And we came here because we were um, just worried. This is not, I'm not prepared to talk to you about anything, as it turns out. Um, (laughs) Hey, who set your house on fire? And where are they now? And why did they do it? And are you okay, I guess? He kind of uses Johnny to balance. He winks at you, and he goes, I know who you are. Yep, I messed your blood. (laughs) Yeah, she's like a visiting arbiter, right? That's probably why you know her. (laughs) Yeah, you know, there's so many reasons why you would know me. I'm also a classmate of Glorhan, so if she sent letters home, they were probably all about me. Um, But in like a cool way, because we were friends. You're probably all addled from that fire, and you're probably worn out. You know, we should get you somewhere where you can be quiet. Um, (laughs) We should take you to the hospital. You know what? We should take you to the hospital. Let's go. Let's go. Mr. Frell turns to you, Johnny, and says, aren't you a paladin? Yeah. Can't you see she's evil? You have to kill her. You have to kill her now. Uh, Dude, bro, like, I understand, like, your house is just set on fire. It's cool. But you're safe now, all right? Astra's got that kind of face, I know, but like, you know. Wow. Paladin profiling. (laughs) It's cool, dude. I'm a paladin, and Astra's my friend, so like, you can kind of like trust her, like, implicitly. Aw, Johnny, that's sweet. (laughs) I got a quick character question. Does Johnny the Paladin, does he have Detect Evil? Or did he trade that for some special... Oh, I have Detect Evil, yeah. He just doesn't ever use it. How did he use that this entire game? No, I've never used it once. Which I love. He's made a lot of assumptions about what characters he thinks are evil, though. I just, I love that so much, because when I play a paladin, I use Detect Evil every 10 feet. (laughs) The hospital, as it were, or like the healers of Fainalin, is the Church of Salinas, which is at the far north of the city. It is actually in the woods. Mm. It's like built into trees, old school style. Cool. So Salinas is the chaotic good god of like love and whimsy and earth <laughs> and plants. At the Church of Salinas, they welcome Faye with open arms. They share and trade with them and just trying to use them to like bless Fainalin and see it as like the woods are not to be feared. The fair aren't necessarily to be feared. That there's good and bad there. Idiots. <laughs> Fools. <laughs> um, Astra will not leave his side. And anytime he tries to talk shit, she just kind of is like, oh, you poor sick man. <laughs> Do we have a name? Did we get his name? (laughs) I didn't give him a first name. Uh, He can be... Papa Pharrell. Papa. (laughs) Classic elven name, Papa. (laughs) 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 After 10 or 15 minutes, he realizes that no one is going to do anything about Astra and allows himself to be taken to 
the Church of Salinas to the healers there who take him off your hands. <laughs> As they're leaving him to be tended, Astra will like put her hand on his hand and be like, now you get better and don't go spreading lies that you shouldn't be spreading. If we need to, we'll circle back and talk to you later. And I'm going to make an intimidation check. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. I rolled a three for a total of seven. Intimidation's really not Astro's style. <laughs> I will give you a slight bonus on top of that just because he is terrified of you naturally. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I would never tell anybody. I would never give you more power. <sighs> for once, Astro has nothing to say about that. <laughs> Hey, do you know where your son might be? Or, like, does he have, like, any hiding places in the city you might know of? Because I'm worried about him. <laughs> Johnny, make a diplomacy check. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to have you take a minus two because okay. he doesn't like that you haven't cast Detect Evil on Astra. <laughs> that's fair oh, okay so i got an 11 on my diplomacy check then so he says to you i don't know where my son is i haven't seen him in months no son of mine does the things that he does practices dark poetry <laughs> like kind of pauses he's like i definitely meant to say something else like i was gonna say necromancy and that just kind of slipped out it's what we were all thinking Honestly, I think that it was pretty good at expressing certain kinds of emotion, but like it just needed like a chance to grow, maybe some support <laughs> as, as like Glorian's feelings about her brother's poetry start Aww. like kind of invading through Johnny. <laughs> I have no interest where Ansel is, where he's been, where he's going. Both of my children were dead to me a long time ago. Well, clearly you stopped being their father a long time ago. Damn. I don't think he's in the know on any of this. I mean, but do we have any clue why he burned the house? Like, why? No, he could just be <laughs> mad and out of control, but we don't know. I feel like we need to ask him, just like ask Papa Pharrell, like, walk us through what happened. Yeah. yeah was there any context for this house being <laughs> burned down? <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to do it, but. What Patty said, did the house just like spontaneously combust or like. Was there an altercation? We were having a perfectly fine conversation, uh, and he just lost it. Did he lose it at the moment that you said, as far as you're concerned, both of your children are dead to you? <laughs> Mr. Farrell has no interest discussing what went down with the likes of Astra and her friends. <laughs> he kind of just turns away from you guys in his hospital bed. He's just a bitter man in a lot of pain. Well, we've got a bad dad who wanted Johnny to kill Astra, and we saved him because we're good people, but I don't know if there's anything else we can do for him. Yeah, I think probably our next step is the Academy, right? Our next step is seeing if Harvel's waiting for us at the Divine Paladin. Oh, are we going back oh. to the Divine pa Paladin? <laughs> <laughs> and our next step after that is to see if there's a gaping time portal in the flaming ruins of the Pharrell house with spiders coming out. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's and then we can good. go to the <laughs> Also, I need to drop off a box full of books to a vendor. We can just sneak that in. It's not that far out of the way. Johnny will like kind of turn a steely gaze towards Papa Pharrell. He'll say, don't worry, Papa. Elves live a long time. You'll have plenty of time to relive this and think about what you've done. <laughs> 
I'll talk to you then. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Phew. Yeah, so for, you know, the next couple hours, you guys can do your various odds and ends. Zelf, with some time, you're able to take 20 on, you know, your planes check. (laughs) You believe that you can use some of the liquid that you took from the Time Spider and kind of use that almost as like glue oh. to seal up the whole. Oh, wow. Oh, thank God. As soon as he has that epiphany, he's going to go back to the flaming, smoldering wreckage. Does sealing it use up all the goo? Um, No, there's a little bit left. Mm. Just curious. Just enough for toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get time poisoned. Uh, yes, Astra would like to genuinely drop off books. Absolutely. To the only people she considers friends, which are the vendors who buy her books. <laughs> That's right. (laughs) This is the transactional arrangement. (laughs) Patty, what would you like to do with the rest of your evening? Patty's feeling a little like she missed her opportunity to further develop her friendship with the folks that she met (laughs) the other night, Sasha and her girls. And she would love to try to run into them again, but doesn't really want to commit to, you know, sneaking back into the school. My feedback on that is we know Ansel's hideout or at least something he's doing has to do with the clock tower. I don't think it's a bad idea to catch up with your contacts in the university. I was thinking about going to the pet cemetery, but I also kind of want to go to the Fainalin Academy. You and Patty are able to enter at the same time using Miss Morn's letter. Cool. Patty just immediately ditches Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) The idea that you would use the letter that Miss Morn gave us for our secret and super important mission to go and have some gal time. I think it's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) God, I said I could join their sorority. (laughs) Maybe catch up with them and like I don't know I'd be like you know guys maybe uh, it would be fun to haze me by like <laughs> making me run around the clock tower and look at things right <laughs> you were born to be in a sorority that's what Patty wants to do Patty wants to go back find Sasha and the girls and suggest that they force her to spend two hours in the clock tower as a sorority hazing ritual <laughs> amazing I wish that we had prepared sorority characters like we prepared Great Neil North <laughs> <Zola> characters. <laughs> Patty, as you enter Fainland Academy, you find Sasha and her friends on like the large outdoor stage. The thing that kind of looked like a sports arena that wasn't like the actual like blitz field. And they are having like magic duels against each Ooh. other. Oh, Uh-oh. how fun. <laughs> When Sasha sees you approach, she stops and runs over to you and is like, Patty, you came. I can't believe that you're here. Do you want to duel with us? Oh, girl, that is so cool of you to ask. Um, I got to say, though, I mean, I'm so impressed by all of your skills. I feel like, you know, while I have lots of other skills, don't get me wrong, I'm really good at a lot of things that, you know, <laughs> I don't want to like cramp you guys' style or anything. Oh, she's like, no, you don't have to worry about it. Any lethal spell, the damage is converted to non-lethal, so you can't get hurt. If anybody tries to, like, kill someone with a spell, it just will reverse on the caster. So, like, it's perfectly safe. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound safe at all. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, even though she said that, like, it looks pretty brutal. Like, you see these girls just, like... One of them's completely on fire, and the other other one is, like, shrunk, like, really small, uh, floating around, like, without gravity. It's harmless fun, look. 
classic uh, girl stuff, you know. That does look real fun, but oh, I promised my my coworkers that I wouldn't get hurt, so I, you know, I wouldn't want to get in trouble with them. Um, so what else is new with you guys other than blasting the shit out of each other with magic just for fun? <laughs> We're all thinking about going to the Blitz game tomorrow. Do you want to come? Oh my god, yes, totally. That sounds so fun. Are you guys making shirts? Blitz game. She's like, yes, we are going to make shirts. Uh, And she points (laughs) at one of the other girls. She's like, Yasmin's boyfriend, Chad, he's like the team captain. And so we're going to cheer him on. Super cute. And it's perfect because there's three of us and we don't have a fourth person. Now we can spell Chad. (laughs) Love it. Love it. I would love to be the D in Chad for you, girl. (laughs) (laughs) the blitz game it's the perfect event for classic nerd revenge it really is it really is <laughs> game i'm sorry so you think the necromancer is gonna uh, i mean he is huh he's gonna time his revenge for the big football game at the place where he got kicked out you know that he is oh my god <laughs> uh, that's just it's so sad <laughs> Before we make our shirts, I want to think about the colors that we're going to use, and I want to really get an idea of the lighting at the Blitz Field. So I'm going to go poke around there a little bit, see what's up, you know, look at the light, look at the colors already in place so we can plan our scheme better. She's like, great, that sounds like a plan. We'll be here. And after you're done with that, if you want to give it a go. Yeah, thanks, girl. So cool. I'd love to. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Yeah, so Patty's going to go poke around the Blitz field a little Mm -hmm. bit. Cool. Make a perception check, Patty. What does Patty see? Oh, no. I rolled a two with my bonuses. (laughs) That takes me up to a 13. The Blitz field is huge. It is like the size of a football field. It's split into like three sections. Triad Blitz was invented after the Triad Nations were formed. So each of the three sections represents one of the founding countries. There's a Berwyn section, Erosion section, Resgrace section. The point of the game is that you want to move through all three sections, unify them, and score points. You also see posted around the area some flyers advertising a cult club. Ah, oh, <laughs> interesting. It, uh, so it says, like, join the cult club, but it doesn't have any other information on it. <laughs> hmm. A cult is, in essence, a club, is it not? Yeah, right? <laughs> is this, maybe it's a fan club for cults? I, Caitlin, would probably join that because I find cults to be very interesting. Yeah, that's but, cool. Is the cult club having, like, a meeting anytime soon or is it just saying that it exists? The only thing it says is join the cult club. There is, like, an interesting <laughs> pattern and design around the background It looks kind of like runic in nature, but there's no other information written out. Oh, man. Good thing that I don't know anything about magic or arcana (laughs) or religion, because otherwise I would think that's important, but I don't. So that's that's cool, a cult club. That sounds fun. If I don't notice anything particularly suspicious or out of place at the field... I guess that I'm going to do what I said I was going to go there for and get some ideas on lighting and best color palette. (laughs) (laughs) You are absolutely able to do that. Take one of the flyers. Yeah, I'll take it with me. I think it's pretty. Maybe we can use it as design inspiration for our shirts. 
Speaking of joining clubs and not cults, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash bcbparty. When you sign up, you'll get access to ad-free episodes, to world-building information, to content that was cut from episodes but is still really funny, so we want you guys to have access to it. And we just started doing a new thing where we ask a character question to each other and respond in character. Things like... What does friendship mean to you? And after listening to this episode, I think you'll better appreciate why we chose that question. <laughs> Patrons also get to send us future character questions that we can use either on Patreon or through the Patreon-only Discord channel, which you'll also get access to when you sign up for our Patreon. We've also got some more things in the works for the Patreon, and the best way to learn about those things is to already be a patron so that you'll see when they drop. That's patreon.com slash bcbparty. Patreon.com slash bcbparty. Come be the DNR Chad. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Johnny, how are you spending your evening? Probably Johnny is going to go be friends with Chad. <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah, god, fair. of course. He's going to go be friends with the athletes, like, as a means to, like, get information and, like, get a lay at the land. You're in a new location, Johnny. What should you do? <laughs> Try and fit in. And he's going to, like, <laughs> oh, Johnny. Uh, and he's probably going to spot the jock bros, and then he's going to go hang out with them. Make, I guess, a diplomacy check. All right. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, man, are you guys playing Triad Blitzman? 
<laughs> I rolled I got a 10 on my diplomacy check. Oh, no. Oh, awkward Johnny. Oh, can I play? It's okay, I'll sit over here. Classic old guy trying to act cool with the bros, right? Oh, my God. Oh. So sad. Johnny, you had kind of slid right in with Taft Squad playing some tribe blitz with Mallow. And yeah. Really, your speed. The... Kids in Fainland Academy, the jocks are all transmutation students. And so <sighs> they are playing a very different game. They're like <laughs> warping their own bodies with magic. Kind of like what Self gave you the other day to turn you into a gorilla. That's what these guys are doing. Altering their bodies to get the best performance with magic. All right. They don't really pay you as somebody just naturally athletic any time of day. Hey, you're a natural. <laughs> I'm impressed. What? But I, so I'm funny. good at the game. Lame. <laughs> In an attempt to re-impress them, he'll eat the pineapple upside down cake he purchased from the divine <laughs> to give himself the rubber bones like spell or whatever yeah bouncy body like oh no he's looking oh he just wants to be accepted <laughs> yeah. that's exactly no guys i could change my body too <laughs> you kind of like throw yourself in the middle of their game and like ruin a pass or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're all irritated with you so sad chad walks up to you and is like yeah what's your name oh hey my name is johnny brightchild nice to meet you johnny brightchild my name is chad what are you doing here (laughs) (laughs) oh well you know like i i actually came up because like i'm looking for somebody and i figured like what better place to like get in the know than to like try and play some try blitzmat like i feel like that's just like how you learn about people why are you here because <laughs> the game is my life dude i get that <laughs> who are you looking for you probably haven't seen him in a while but i'm looking for and i describe ansel pharrell <laughs> you can see chad he's like <laughs> you know like he kind of skulks around a little bit kind of dark poetry yeah you know some of his poetry like uh uh dark masks in the rain is like one of his hits yeah (laughs) (laughs) do you know him he's like oh yeah that one that he wrote in the rain on bloody knees you you know that one what the the poem he wrote no (laughs) pacifism is just another mask in the rain uh, on bloody knees that was about me man because i shoved him down in the rain uh, and his knees like got all torn up So you like knew him, huh? He was desperate to be a transmutation student, man. He just didn't fit in. Like you've seen him, right? Like you, you know this kid. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. You know, he tried to join the transmutation school, uh, and we just couldn't let him stay. Uh, we had to get him <laughs> out of there. So you know how he was doing like illegal necromancy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was us. That was us, Whoa, man. Whoa, that wasn't real? No. You guys lied about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're looking for him, you're looking in the wrong place, because he is not allowed back here. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, Johnny activates enlarged person. 
<laughs> and then he pushes Chad into the ground. <laughs> Amazing. I want to point out that enlarged person is a transmutation. Spell. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Transmute this, motherfucker. Are you still wobbly from the pineapple upside down? I still got rubber bones. Giant <laughs> and loose. Oh. Yeah, transmutation's pretty crazy, isn't it? <laughs> and then I'm going to walk away. <laughs> hey, man, uncool. That's uncool. Like they're just yelling after you. <laughs> and then giant frat bro Johnny is probably going to go try and find Patty. Giant noodle frat bro Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess Johnny is then going to like, I don't know, try and do a cool flip while he has rubber bones and it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something Loki. Fucking Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> He's like, man, you guys know who's art suck? Transmutation school people. They're just total jocks who just don't even know how to do anything but use their bodies. What idiots. <laughs> Where are you guys uh, meeting up for the night? Oh, I assume everybody's coming back to Astra's place. Yeah, we're crashing at Astra's place again tonight. We're not going to pay for a hotel room. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I need to save my coins for throwing. <laughs> Is there any trace of Harville? Did he show up at the Divine Paladin, or is there any way Zelf can get a sense of where he wound up? Yeah, so Zelf, after you seal up the tear in reality, uh, you head back to the Paladin. <laughs> Nalia tells you that Harvel never showed back up hmm. looking for you guys. <laughs> can Zelf talk to anybody lingering in the aftermath of the fire to find out what exactly are the rumors of Astra Blep? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> he wants to canvas the town folk while he's by himself, and Astra can't stop him. Yeah. <laughs> Make a diplomacy check or a knowledge local check. Knowledge local is much higher for me. It's because self is a nerd. All right. I rolled decently on that one. Damn. Uh, total of 23. Yeah. So you walk around Fainaline talking to people, asking about Astra. You get a lot of people who aren't familiar with her by name, but eventually you get enough of the story that you're able to just like be like, hey, the hero of Fainalin, and people respond to that a lot more than they respond to the name Astra Blood. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear that Astra valiantly went into the Whispering Woods selflessly to rescue her young cousin, Small Blip, who had wandered <laughs> off too deep and had gotten lost. Previously, Astra had told you not to believe anything anybody told you about her uh, while you're in Fainalin. Yeah. But it seems to be a pretty consistent story that you're running into. Consistent <laughs> lie is still a lie. <laughs> mm-hmm. As you're leaving the Divine Paladin and uh, about to head back to Astra's apartment for the evening, you see in the shadows in the alley to the side of the Divine Paladin, a small preteen half-elf, <laughs> 12 or 13, He's not grown into his long pointy ears yet, and he, he kind of dresses like a 1920s newsy, like suspenders <laughs> and like a big floppy bow tie, or a newsboy cap. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, mister, you're the one who's been asking around about Astra Blip? <laughs> God, what's my angle here? Does this kid look like he's going to cause me trouble? Yes. You can make a sense motive check. 
I do want to make a sense about a check. I want to see if he's <laughs> as harmless as he seems or if he's an agent of evil. I never trust a newsy style street urchin. That's bad news. <laughs> They're trying to sell you something. Bad newsy. They're always going to pick your pockets. <laughs> They've always got to hustle. Uh, sense motive is 16. Hmm. You do feel like this kid is being a little suspicious. He's definitely trying to stay out of sight a little bit. And so in that way, he's being a bit cagey. But he does look like a child also. <laughs> All right. Delph is naturally paranoid, but I think he finds this youth disarming. So he'll say, <laughs> that's right. I'm Zelf. Are you asking because you know about Astra? Maybe. Why are you asking her about her? What are you doing walking around here? Well, I am Astra's <laughs> friend. Astra's friend? Are, are you from Shadowend? I can't believe you haven't heard of me. Yes, <laughs> I'm Zelf, the elf from Shadowend. I'm in the same squad as Astra. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I do know Astra. I, I'm Astra's cousin. My name's Small, Small Blip. Oh. <laughs> you don't say. Oh. You're Small Blip. <laughs> Has she told you about me? Well, no, but I've heard about you around town. Hey, what were you doing? Hiding in the alleyway. He's like, I I'm not hiding. I'm leaning up against this wall. I'm tired. I walked here from my house, so I'm just uh, I'm just taking a little break. That's all. <laughs> the two cagiest people in this game. God, what do, I, what do I do with this fucking kid? Self is not good with children. <laughs> I mean, this is a half-elf kid, so he's probably like 30. Yeah, that's true. Just start beating on him. <laughs> wow. That is not what I was implying. Caitlin's also not good with children. So. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Get some information out of this. God damn. <sighs> Stop me if this is a traumatic memory, but I'm curious about the time that you and Astra were in the Whispering Wood. Do you mind telling me about it? I'll get you a meow mocha. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be willing to tell you something about it, but uh, I don't want a mocha, but I, I do need a favor. I was going to ask Astra, but, you know, she can be a little tough to pin down. You don't say. <laughs> Her ears are burning. <laughs> you magic like Astra? I'm magic in my own way. <laughs> magic with magical cooking. He reaches into his pocket and he takes out a wand. Do you know how to use one of these? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how to use this wand? It's a wand of silent image. I'll tell you it's not on the alchemist's spell list, but if you wanted yeah. to make a use magic device check... He would be able to aid you, but Small himself cannot use it anymore. Zalf, you can't trust this guy. Got him. Paul, Paul, <laughs> Paul, you can't trust this guy. He's just a child. <laughs> He's just a cool kid with his back against the wall. How would he know how to use a wand? <laughs> but also, how much damage could he do? So much. He's going to trick you into casting this wand. He's little. He's got little hands. What's the worst that could happen? So much could be cursed. Oh, I think I've seen the business end of one of these before. <laughs> but what's the favor? He's like, well, there's a big triad blitz game tomorrow at Fainalin Academy. And I, I really want to go, but oh. my parents won't let me leave the house on account of the curse and all. But <laughs> if you cast this silent image on me and make it look like I have my shadow still, then I'll be able to go. But it's a concentration spell, so you'd have to, you know, keep it up for me the whole time. Do you think you could do that? I just, I miss my friends at school. 
I'm not allowed to leave the house anymore. But if you helped me, I'll tell you whatever you want to know about Astra for sure. Oh, that's why you're skulking in the alley. It's so that I don't see that you don't have a shadow. (laughs) Most people, if they find out that I'm cursed, you know, it could get me into a lot of trouble. You you can't tell anybody. Why don't you tell me what you're trying to put me on the hook for? Where did you get this curse? There's more to it than just a missing shadow. Maybe so, but if you want to know, you're going to have to help me out of the game tomorrow. It'll be really easy. And, you know, I'll, I'll buy you some popcorn. <laughs> Cracker Jacks. I'm so sure that whatever happens at the game, Zelf needs to be focused on maintaining this kid's fake shadow. of <laughs> nothing else that he needs to be part of. Paul, you're going to get tricked into kidnapping this kid. You're going to get brought up <laughs> on charges. That's fine. What? <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's something going on here, but I don't know if the kid's in on it. It might just be Justin who's in on it. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's definitely in on it. Paul, what if I told you that Justin was controlling this kid? (laughs) (laughs) Self says, I don't see the harm and all that. Why don't you tell me all about the Whispering Woods first? Or better yet, are you a fan of an Academy student? I was there last year, but unfortunately, like, I'm not able to cast any spells anymore since the curse. So I had to drop out, not allowed to go back. But when I was there, I was really good. Like I was the best in my class. Like people were always talking about like how good I was. I was going to, you know, be the best wizard that ever graduated <laughs> from Fainland Academy. And now I just sit at home all day uh, with my parents. Classic blep liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, self nods. And he looks around and he pulls out a handkerchief and passes it to Small just in case he needs to dry his eyes while he tells the story. (laughs) It's tough to get involved with Faye, isn't it? Speaking of Faye, have you ever seen that cat hanging around your cousin? (laughs) Yes, yes, Paul, yes, yes. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Aster's never had a, a familiar, so... I don't know what you're talking about. Damn right. Have you ever seen that sword that she has? <laughs> you just... <laughs> what's it? It's none of your business. <sighs> so I was like, look, if you want to know about the sword, you'll have to take me to the game tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Right. Small. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I've got one more line of questioning then. Have you ever heard of a student named Ansel Farrell? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I know Ansel Farrell. Do you, you know Ansel Farrell? Well, I know of him. I've met him. I've heard his poetry. He's another hard guy to pin down. <laughs> he was expelled when I was still at Fainlin Academy. He's into like some deep necromancy stuff. You don't know anything about where he might be, do you? Uh, Well, for a while he was at this farm uh, just a little bit to the south out of the city called Zarmaz Ranch. I know he caused them a lot of trouble for a while. As long as we're both being honest with each other, <laughs> Ansel's got some sort of a plot, and the students at Fanolin Academy might be in danger. I just want you to understand that if I sneak you into this game, you might become part of it. <laughs> I'm aware of the risks, and I'll accept it. And you see, he kind of stands straight and like acts tough. <laughs> I've seen much worse than Ansel Farrell. Where are we going to meet before this game? He says, I'll meet you right outside of the gates. I'll be waiting there for you. All right. Thank you so much, Mr. Zelf. I I really appreciate it. You don't know how bad it's been. I really think that if I can get back into Fainalan Academy, you know, I'll prove to them that I can cast spells still. I'm sure I'll be able to. Why don't we shake on it? 
<laughs> Small blood reaches out and shakes your hand. Dun dun dun. Wow. <laughs> I fully assume that Zelf is just going to ditch this kid and has no intention of actually getting him into the game, but maybe I'm wrong. He got a free wand out of it. It's not a bad deal. Right? Two-day evening, you guys all meet back at Astra's. It's around 10 p.m. Patty, Johnny returning from Fainalon Academy. Hey, oh, you still got the kitty. Oh. <laughs> Johnny's immediately going to go play with the cat and do his Mjolni rituals. <laughs> How do you do them with a cat? Does the cat just watch? I think the Mjolni ritual is probably all about trying to get a cat to come to you so you can pet it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably what it is, like an observance of the faith. Oh, it's like divination. If the cat comes to you, then it's a good omen. Oh, right. I love that. If it comes to you and bites you, it's different than if it comes and purrs. Like that. <laughs> Who knew that I spent so much of my day doing rituals? Right. <laughs> Very devout. Very devout. Uh, Johnny, help me name this cat. I was thinking something like Jenny. <laughs> oh, Jenny. Are you a Jenny? Maybe like mm. Matt the Cat. Matt the Cat. Yeah, Matt the Cat. Maybe if we did something astral. Odysseus the Cat. <laughs> Oddie? Hmm. Oddie the Cat. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, he's pretty odd too. Like, I think it works. Like, on like levels. Oddie the Cat. When you're in trouble, you're Odysseus. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, this little cutie's never going to get in trouble, isn't it right? You little cutie cutie. <laughs> this is where we'll insert me squeezing one of my cats so it makes a cat sound. Which <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to try again. <laughs> All right. So was anybody successful in finding out any information about what Ansel's deal is? And did any of you find out any information that's going to let us avoid a sporting event? <laughs> oh my god, we are going to have the cutest shirts for the big game tomorrow, guys. It's going to be so exciting. All my sisters making shirts. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Do we have to get tickets? I mean, I'm going to sit in their section. I don't know about the rest of you guys. <laughs> Patty immediately abandons Johnny's squad to join the sorority. <laughs> the prophecy is complete. Okay, well, we can probably sneak in. I'm not really all about paying for tickets. I mean, we don't really need to. Like, I, like, said I was, like, there on, like, shadowing business. Just kind of let me in. Oh, great. Oh, that reminds me. Um, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> that reminds me. Nothing. Ah! That doesn't remind me of anything. But off the record, Justin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we get a moment of downtime, I want to, in the journal, copy down the text of that letter and try to mimic the signature that's on it a few times with, like, information about, like, what kind of cardstock it is, what kind of printing technique it was used, so that if we, in the future, need to dishonestly recreate <laughs> a facsimile <laughs> invitation for ourselves without Miss Nord's approval, I can do that. Wonderful. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's smart. Thank you. Now you're thinking with time loops. Yeah. I did a lot of scheming 
between last episode and this. Patty's so busy just living in the moment with her new friends. She can't even think about time loops right now. <laughs> She's just really enjoying her college experience. Did Patty go to college? God, no. <laughs> Too rich to be educated? Too okay. rich to be educated. She had other shit to do. Well, that's good news, actually. So we can probably just use that to get into the sporting event. What are we going to do? Are we just going to try to find Ansel once we're there? Yeah, we kind of need a plan there. That's true. I mean, we've oh. never had a plan before, and everything has worked out for us perfectly every time. So maybe not. Yeah, usually we just react to whatever's happening. Yeah, and it goes great. Wait, maybe the time spider's got me messed up, but I thought I remembered Patty saying we needed to, like, not be reactive. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should go to the sporting event and try to find Ansel. Obviously not split up, but probably we're going to have to split up and just try to find him before he does something. I mean, if he's going to do something big and necrotic, he would either need to kill a lot of people to turn them into corpses that he could raise, or he would need to import a lot of dead bodies. I feel like we'd notice if he were importing. I don't know. I feel like he could have them stashed away somewhere. That's like a definite possibility. That's true. Do we know whether this place was built on um, a burial ground? It most definitely was built on burial ground. <laughs> Patty's deeply concerned about all of frozen grossness that she witnessed when sneaking out of the <laughs> courthouse or wherever we were, and uh, is is thinking that those popsicles might be uh, on ice for a specific purpose. Yeah, Zelf holds up his hands and says... We all know that Ansel is partially competent. He was able to turn the town of Thune into zombies and escape mm. from us, but it was not exactly a plan, and I'm not sure that what he has here is exactly a plan so much as an act of terror. But what is Winhorn's angle? If he's uh. secretly a devotee of an evil god, does he have his own twist on whatever's happening tomorrow, or do oh, we just have man. to go to that sports game for children and make sure nothing happens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could be a little childish, but you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Windhorn question is a good one because Ansel's just such a little weenie. It's hard for me to imagine him killing all the people in Thune. I, like, it just feels so scavengery. Like, like he would come across some bodies and turn them. Not like he mm -hmm. would kill some people mm -hmm. and turn them. But in, in mm. that case, is he being used by Windhorn for his necromancy powers? Or is Windhorn being used by Ansel? Are they in this together? We don't even know. Another thing I was thinking about is, like, maybe Ansel's going to try and sneak in a bunch of zombies into the game. Yeah, it's He does have possible. a magic book that shows you how to disguise undead as living. <sighs> I sure wish we could interrogate him. Uh, <laughs> Ask yeah. him a few questions. <laughs> Just a few questions. Give him a couple swirlies. His swirlies, <laughs> some nuggies. We have ways. I also worry that Harville's going to show up at the game and that we're going to end up... Fighting, maybe? Or if that Harville knows more than we do. I mean, he knew where their house was, and then he burnt it down. Uh, that's just a loose cannon. I don't know what to do about that. I think you mean glass cannon. <gasps> <gasps> uh, a glass cannon still fires, Zelf. Touche. <laughs> maybe we should get some sleep. It's late. Did anybody want a drink, or did, uh, did you guys get dinner while you were gone, or... I kind of snacked while I was out at the academy. I'm good. 
I'll drink some water, though. Hydrating's important. Ugh, there's no good vegan food here. There really isn't. Um, Zelf, did you eat? I ate something. <laughs> <laughs> so ominous. Listen, Astra, I've got one last thing to talk to you about. Yeah, what is it, Zelf? Astra, friendship is built on trust, isn't it? <laughs> oh, no. This feels so loaded. Oh, yeah, of course, Zelf. That's why we're all friends. I met your cousin, and he wanted me to smuggle him into the game tomorrow. Oh! Would you have a problem if I did that? Which cousin? (laughs) (laughs) Which cousin, Zelf? Your little cousin. I've got a lot of little cousins. I assume you're talking about small since you're being so cagey. (laughs) That's right. It was small. Of course it was. He's always hanging around. Yeah, it's easy to overlook him, though, because he's so small. (laughs) <laughs> I almost did. So you said you met him, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh. That's fun. Meeting some of my extended family, that's so fun. I mean, that's something friends do, right, Zelf? You get to know each other's family? No, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> Maybe by accident. Oh. I mean, you did it by accident, right? Yes. Well, there you go. We're really good friends, Zelf. So what'd you two talk about? Is he still delivering papers? I fucking love that. (laughs) (laughs) Is is this like the family business? (laughs) We're a very literary family, yeah. (laughs) He wanted me to use this wand to give him a fake shadow so that nobody would think it's strange when he goes to the game. Oh, I mean, he's just being vain. Nobody cares. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, actually, you know, actually, now that I think about it for a moment, I really wish you wouldn't. Um, Since we do know a maniac is going to be at the sports game, raising the dead and um committing some kind of act of revenge, it would be really cool of you to not put my cousin in danger, Zelf. Hmm. And that's precisely what I told him. But he wasn't worried. Well, he never is, Small. I mean, you don't get cursed like that if you're really worried about getting cursed like that, you know? So you're saying he's the type of person who gets into trouble and needs other people to get him out of it? I didn't say anything of the sort. (laughs) What I'm saying is I don't want you to bring him to my sports game. Well, I was just saying that that would match the pattern (laughs) of the time when you saved him from the Whispering Wood. Oh, you've been talking to people around town, huh? See, this is what I was warning you guys about. She'll she'll turn to Patty and Johnny and be like, this is exactly what I was trying to tell you about. There's just people all over the city. They've got this idea in their head about how it happened and what went down. And it's, uh, I'm really ashamed of it. And I wish you wouldn't repeat itself. (laughs) Astra. I didn't know there was anything you were ashamed of. I apologize. Uh, I, you know, I, it's, I just, I respect you so much, Zelf. You just seem to have no scruples at all, and I, I just really wish I could get there. But thank you for the time being. You know, there's still stuff that embarrasses me about being back here in my hometown, and and someday, Zelf, I'll be just like you, and I won't care what anybody says about my morals or my past. But I'm just not there yet. Don't worry, Astra. There are plenty of things that I'm ashamed of, aside from my scruples. <laughs> and when we all go to Mielnor, it's going to be a lot like the dinner party we had. Which one? You know what? They were both the same. (laughs) 
Are they fighting? I'm... <laughs> Zelf, I'm so looking forward to going to Mjolnir and meeting all of the people from your past and just, you know, getting closer to you as a friend, just like you've done here in Fanlin with me. Well, you've already met one of them. Oh, yeah, she was a real piece of work. It was really good atmosphere, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> Manny did great all that. Oh, Manny. <laughs> I still haven't decided how to punish Manny for being so friendly with Bocus. What? <laughs> Zelf, don't bring Small to the sports game. Astra, I won't bring Small into the game. She'll put her hand on Zelf's shoulder. Zelf, it means a lot to me, you know, as a friend. Now I really appreciate it. Uh, Zelf has no idea what just happened, but he, he thinks it happened the way it should have, so he'll nod. It felt criminal to come to Astra's backstory town and not ask somebody about her backstory, and I'm glad this is where, And you didn't even think we... to ask Astra after everybody is sort of tucked away into bed. I want to take a moment on the side to do something that Justin and I talked about in the intervening weeks. <laughs> I think now's the moment, Justin. God, you really did do some scheming. Spooky. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> you schemed openly. I schemed behind your back. <laughs> you actually schemed. Yeah, Paul. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> um, so should I just go ahead and do that? Do the roll? That's wonderful. Oh, shit. It's incredible. I am shocked. Shocked at how badly I've been scheming. <laughs> I'm really trying to up the intensity of our PvP. <laughs> our PvP. Oh, I'm afraid, but also excited. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a flat D20. Is that what I should do, Justin? That's perfect because we know what we're doing. B C B P V P. <laughs> I got an eight, but I'm gonna use my special ability that lets me re-roll to see if I can't get. A little bit better of a roll. I did worse. Okay, but that's fine. I think that's a good check anyway. All right. Cool. Well, we'll never know what that was. Oh my God, are you seriously going to make us sit and chew on what just happened to us? Oh. Well, we're never going to find out. Thank you, as always, to our Patreon supporters. We just passed 100 supporters, and that is both wild and also it rules. And we literally could not have done that without you, because you're the ones um, that are doing it. You're the ones that are getting us to that number. <laughs> and of course, even if you can't afford to become a patron of this show, you can still leave us beautiful five-star shiny reviews on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And you can also just, you know, spread the word. Tell your friends. We were lucky enough to get a shout out from my friend Anthony Birch's podcast, Dungeons and Daddies, last week. So if you're a new listener because you heard about the show on Dungeons and Daddies, first of all, thank you and welcome. And that's proof that just telling people about the show is a great way to get people to listen to it. And I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already listened to Dungeons and Daddies. But if you don't, you really ought to. It's very good and funny. And I, I think the show's synergized with the energy. Energize. Okay. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild. Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz. 
Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber, as Astra Blepp, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. Produced by Jenna Stieber, this episode was edited by Justin Green. And always, you can find us on Twitter at bcbparty or email us at bcbparty at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.